Welcome to Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. I'm your host, Tekla, and I'm ready to guide you on a transformative journey of holistic health and self-discovery using the power of the Law of Attraction. We've all heard tales of manifesting fortunes and jet set adventures, but this, this is a different journey. Here we focus on achieving abundant health, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual. With the Law of Attraction, I've healed chronic pain, overcome a diagnosed mental illness, and reversed PCOS. We're all about realigning our energies to manifest our full potential. As we focus inward, raising our vibration, you'll be astounded by the ease at which the universe responds. Once you focus on yourself, the rest just falls into place. My goal for each weekly episode is to provide you with practical, easy to apply steps that you can weave directly into your daily routine. Together, we'll navigate the path to achieving your own health and wellness goals. So let's dive right in. Hello, my wellness witches. I'm your host, Tekla. This is Heal Yourself with the Law of Attraction. And today, I'm excited to report that this week, I peed in a jar to stop someone from trying to ruin my life. But more about that in a second. Today is Thanksgiving. And I have 5 million things to do, but I didn't record this episode ahead of time, unfortunately. So I'm here with you all today. Happy Thanksgiving for all of my American friends and wellness witches. I hope you're having an amazing day, afternoon, evening, all of the above. I hope it's filled with lots of pumpkin spice, turkey, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. You're in a food coma. What a good place to be. And the most important part is giving thanks and practicing gratitude for what we have in our lives. So just a reminder about that little bit as you're going to bed tonight or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this, take a moment to think about what you're grateful for. And if you want to take it a step further, if you're grateful for your family or your friends or your partner, whatever it is, try and reach out and tell them that. I'm so grateful that you're in my life. I'm so grateful that you're my brother or sister or mother or whatever it is. It's, you know, it amplifies that gratitude even more when we can express that in words to the people that we actually care about. Okay, let me circle back to me peeing in a jar because I'm sure you're all wondering why the fuck I did that. I had someone in my life recently that I cut out after several years because they were causing me a lot of suffering. And Recently, they just found a way to re-enter my life. I was pretty shocked when I found out about this person and the circumstances surrounding the situation. It took me, you know, quite some time to come to terms with it. And the intention is unclear, at least the initial intention. And the result might have nothing to do with me, but it's hard to believe that it was coincidence or that the initial intent wasn't malicious. I have been reading a book recently that reminded me of a podcast episode that I listened to a few years back. In that episode, the host talks about a freezing spell. And when I say spell, I mean witch, as in witch, warlock, whatever you identify with. This freezing spell involves writing the person's name on a piece of paper that's troubling you and putting it in the freezer, essentially. There are a few different versions of what this spell looks like, and I know that there are some people that just do that. Just write the name on a paper and put it in the freezer. The version I heard is the version where you pee in a jar, you write that person's name on a piece of paper, 
and put that paper into the jar and freeze the entire jar. Some people do this exact same thing with water instead of pee. I think it just comes down to whatever really resonates with you. The version that resonated with me the most was the pee version, which might not be surprising to some of you, so I did it. I found a glass jar, I went to the bathroom, I peed, I wrote that person's name on it, and I froze it. No, it's not in my nature to carry out any ritual or spell that actually harms or damages anybody else. This spell only stops their impact on you. It doesn't impact the other person at all in any negative way. It just simply stops them from harming you any further. And I have to tell you, since I did that, this person has rarely come to the forefront of my mind in the past three, four weeks, which is incredible. Since I found out that news, I was nonstop thinking about them for maybe four or five days straight. It was relentless. So do with this what you will. I'm for sure going to be doing this again. I do realize this is a little extreme, so you won't end up in my freezer unless I'm out of options and I really feel like there's nothing more I can do to protect myself. There's no one else currently in the freezer at this stage, but if you do end up there, I will say it's game over for me. There's no coming back and that ship has sailed forever. I'm not entirely sure about the origins of this ritual, but I'm going to look more into that because it does interest me. Okay, let's get to today's topic. What to do when you can see someone in your life is making a mistake. I thought it was important to take the time to acknowledge that sometimes we see people in our life making a mistake, whether it's dating somebody we know isn't right for them, whether it's taking a job we know isn't aligned or inspiring, whether it's moving to a different area or location or country we know they're not going to be happy in. And when we see this happen, we feel torn. We don't want to see somebody we love making a mistake, and that's just natural, right? All of our instincts tell us that we should help that person, that they need to know what we think, that we're concerned, and we don't want to see them make a huge mistake that's potentially going to be incredibly painful. And despite what you may feel, I'm here to advise against that. That might come as a shock to you, but Sometimes, more often than not, you just need to sit back and watch everything unfold from the sidelines. With these big life decisions, there's a lot of thought and conversation and planning and excitement that goes into making a choice like that for your friend or your family member or whoever it is. And if you come along too quickly and say, I can see this going terribly, you're going to be on the outs. And if it does end up going sideways, Your friend isn't going to reach out to you, and you're not going to be there when they actually need you the most. What we often overlook is that sometimes our biggest mistakes are the periods of our life that change us for the better. And without making those mistakes, we don't have an opportunity to get aligned and grow when we don't get clear on what we want. Making mistakes is painful and hurtful, and there's often an element of loss and grief But everyone needs to make mistakes. It's part of life, it's part of the human experience, and it's how we learn. It's how we recognize what we don't want and how we take more aligned action moving forward to get us closer to what we do want. It's also, unfortunately, sometimes just not your place to voice your opinion 
even when you're asked for it. And when I say that, I don't mean lie, but I'm going to circle back to that later. For now, let me tell you why. Nobody knows us as well as we know ourselves, even if some people claim to. And we might know people pretty well, but there's no way to know somebody better than they know themselves, even if they're not willing to admit it. There's a reason that person needs to make that choice, and we'll probably never understand what that's about. The root cause for making that decision is deep, deep down there somewhere. It might be that something is unfulfilled within them and they think that this will lead to that fulfillment. It might be they have a fear of failure or not meeting expectations, which can lead to decisions made out of caution rather than what feels right. People who doubt their abilities or self-worth might make decisions that prioritize avoiding criticism or conflict rather than pursuing what they truly desire. Sometimes people disregard their intuition or gut feelings opting for decisions that seem more rational but don't actually resonate with their inner sense of what's right. And sometimes there's these societal expectations or family pressures or external factors that lead to these decisions that also don't reflect their true desires or needs. There are so many reasons. There are so many root causes. But let's circle back to this don't lie piece. When I'm asked for my opinion on someone else's life, whether it's a close friend or a family member. The way I try and handle the situation is with a response that isn't me being dishonest, but I'm not putting everything out there that I possibly think and feel, right? I'll say some things like, listen to your gut. What is your instinct really telling you? Something else I also say is, you know what the right decision is for you, and whatever is best for you is what I want. And also, I want whatever's going to make you happy. Because you want that person to feel empowered to make their own decisions. And it doesn't really matter what you think at the end of the day. I also sometimes say, I don't know enough about the situation to have a comment or have an informed opinion. Because sometimes we only have one side of the story. And that's something I try and default to a lot of the time because I've realized there are so many truths, everyone has their own truth, and there are so many perspectives out there. I also want to tell them and express to them that if it doesn't turn out the way they had hoped, then I'll be there and pick up the pieces with them. Something else I say is, we don't make decisions out of fear. And when I give them all of this feedback that I actually do really believe in my core, you can see I'm not commenting really on the situation. I'm not sharing my opinion. I'm not telling them what to do or what not to do. I'm not saying this is going to be a huge mistake and it's all going to end in a disaster. I just try and be there and support them as a friend, as a confidant, as a mentor sometimes. Depends on the situation, really. I want to show them that I'm there, I'm listening, I'm hearing them, and I'll support them. But ultimately, the decision is theirs. I will say something else I've learned is that if you do share your opinion and you put it all out on the table, that person at the end of the day is going to do whatever they want to do without taking into consideration anybody's opinions. More often than not, they're just going to go about their day, make the decision as they want to, and then there's no opportunity to take back everything that you've said. The way I try to approach these conversations, I've realized, comes down to my human design as a projector, and I've been thinking more and more about this really recently. As a projector, 
I've been compared to a bird sitting in a tree. And that bird is watching everyone else go about their day, doing their jobs and fulfilling their own purpose. And as the bird in the tree, I can see ways to make people's lives easier. Like, if you take this route, it would take you less time. If you did XYZ, it would be more efficient. But as a projector, it's really important that I don't give my opinion or advice unless I'm asked. And that's something I've really tried to take on and embody as the best version of myself. And I'm trying to take that one step further. Even though I'm asked for my opinion and counsel and advice, there's a time and a place to share things and there's a time and a place not to. And I think that's also part of strengthening my own emotional awareness. When is the time to lay it all out on the table, which is rare, and when is the time to not? I have some examples of this going sideways when you do put it all out there. And these are examples from my life in the past over the you know, few decades I was at college or at school. And, and this is how it went. I want to share an example of a friend that I knew from college. And she had decided to get back together with her ex-boyfriend. And this friend had a group of four or five girlfriends that were best friends from childhood and throughout high school. And they hated this guy, and they tried to intervene and get her to break up her relationship from afar. They were all away at their own schools. They reached out to me wanting me to get on board and persuade her to do it. Keep in mind, I had really just met this girl, only known her for a few months, and I was her roommate. Even though I didn't know her that well, I knew it wasn't my place to intervene even if I thought it was best, or even if those friends had reached out to me. And I said to them, like, I can't get involved in this. She needs to make the decision for herself. And I ended up telling her that they had reached out to me and sharing what they had said because I didn't want her to feel like I was going behind her back. When she found out, she was livid at them. She was absolutely distraught. She felt betrayed. She felt like, They were interfering in her life and her relationship, and they weren't going about in a good way. And it caused a rift between them for quite a while, I would say. And these are her best friends that she's known for over a decade. Soon enough, you know, she took some distance and space from this friend group, but she also realized that this guy was not it for her. She found out for herself, and because of the actions of those friends, they were cut out for a long period of time. Even though their intention was very positive and they were trying to protect her, but it wasn't their place to share that at the time, and she wasn't in a place to hear it. At that time in her life, she needed to be in that relationship to see why it wasn't aligned with her future. And we've all done this. We've all dated somebody we probably knew deep down wasn't right for us. And that decision is ours to make. I fundamentally believe it's nobody's right to be involved in that decision. And I assure you, if you try and push this, especially when it has to do with a relationship and they haven't come to you first, they're not in a place to hear it and you're going to be estranged. And I think there's a couple of exceptions to this, right? We're not talking about abusive relationships here because I think that's something to absolutely intervene in. So just keep that in mind. This is when you just know that your friend is dating someone or your family member is dating someone that isn't good for them, you don't love them, they're not a great person, X, Y, Z reasons. Another example is when I saw a close friend 
in a job that was unfulfilling for over seven or eight years. And this was the same job she had gotten right out of college. So she'd been in this job since she was 21. And she spent almost a decade being overworked and underpaid in that role. And she at the time was consumed with the status and validation that this gave her. And, you know, the position that she grew to acquire at that company. She loved it. She fed off it. But she didn't know anything else. And at the time, I had been through three or four jobs that I'd stayed at each for, you know, two to three years. And that had given me a well-rounded experience, but she didn't know anything different. And it was something that I could see happening, but I knew I couldn't intervene. It wasn't my place. I couldn't tell her because she wasn't ready to hear it, one. And two, she needs to deal with a couple of other things like the status piece and the validation because that fulfillment coming from the workplace is never going to last. It's never going to be enough. So there are other things going on. I think this all comes down to seeing somebody that you love settling in some way when you think and know that they deserve more. When you see it happening, it's kind of like those canon events that are going around social media right now. We all know how it's going to end up more than likely, but we can't intervene. Everything is happening for a reason, and we can't see that immediately. And for learning and growing to happen, we need that person to make that mistake, or they're not going to have the opportunity to grow in the way that they need to. So what does this all have to do with the law of attraction? Well, The universe puts us in situations more often than not when we need to learn a lesson. And if you intervene and that lesson isn't learned by the person it needs to be learned by, the universe will just keep putting us back right into the same situation. I've seen it happen to myself, and I think it's been happening in a lot of my relationships in the past, and I've seen it happen to other people I know. So what do I want you to work on this week? I just want you to keep this in the back of your mind as you're navigating friendships and relationships. Just remind yourself in the moment if you're asked or you see something and your stomach curls and you're like, oh God, why is she dating him? Or why is she putting up with this toxic workplace? You don't have to always share your raw, naked truth. Keep it to yourself and maybe one day you'll turn around and you'll get that I told you so moment. But keep that to yourself also. People are going to do what they're going to do anyway, and they need to learn the lesson. And we need to allow them to make the mistake. And we need to be there for them if it goes sideways. I want to also say that we can see a potential mistake happening and we're fearing it and we're trying to protect that person. But sometimes it works out for the best for them and we've missed something. So. Keep that in mind also. There is always the possibility that this is actually going to work out for the best for them. And we want that, obviously. We want everyone to be showing up and living their best lives. So try and embrace that attitude when you're sitting there cringing or whatever it is and you can see this disaster waiting to happen. Maybe try and reframe it in your mind. Maybe this is going to work out great for them. Maybe they're going to live their best life. And if it doesn't, you'll be there to support them in the end anyway, because that's what friends do. Okay, friends, if you're not part of the Wellness Witch community on Instagram, go and give us a follow at Heal Yourself with L-O-A. 
That's L-O-A as in the law of attraction. Before you jump off today, please go to the show page and give us a rating. Those ratings are so important for spreading awareness and increasing our Wellness Witch community. If you're listening on Apple, if you scroll down all the way past the posted episodes to the bottom of the page, it'll take three seconds to give us a star rating there. If you're on Spotify, the rating's actually at the top of the show page under the show description. That's all for today. Peace, love, and mung beans. Bye.